Welcome to the A Nourishing Place podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Newton. You may also know me as the Earth and Spirit Witch, the witch and magical mentor showing you that it is okay and amazing to reclaim who you truly are and show up in this world authentically, whatever that means to you. I am so excited to be sharing insight and wisdom with you through conversations with amazing people and through some soul-inspired solo episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone. It has been some time, but I'm really excited to jump back into the podcast today. And today I have Adrienne Bocci Barrett with me, and I'm really excited to have her on the podcast. We're going to be talking about conscious copywriting. And Adrienne is actually working on some things for me. So I'm just really excited to have her on. I love working with her and I'm excited for her to share more about what she does and her passions. And honestly, just to see what comes through, that's what we're going to do. So yeah, welcome, Adrienne. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I'm really excited to be here today having this conversation with you. Yeah. I think it, I think it's important because I think, I think it is confusing. Like what is a copywriter? What are they doing? What about AI? What about this? Why do people want to do that? What, you know, I mean, that's like, I have so many questions about it. And so, um, honestly for me, it just kind of takes some pressure off having someone else like on the team, some extra support, you know? So I want to start with this, like, before we get into like, what is copy? Like, mm-hmm. what drew you to get into copywriting, especially conscious copywriting and for spiritual businesses? Yeah. So, uh, you know, my background is in higher education. Um, it's what I went to grad school for. And I worked at a few different community colleges, one in the Pacific Northwest and then one down in Texas. And I was feeling really, really burnt out um, by the time that I was like partway through my job in Texas and um, was just really looking at other opportunities to, you know, to do something a little bit different. And I've always loved writing, um, all different types of writing in high school. I was on newspaper staff, so I did kind of more journalistic writing, um, academic writing. I did all the way through school, college, grad school, um, creative writing. I've always been somebody who loves to write like, you know, short fiction and poetry. Um, and I'm a singer songwriter. So just words are really important to me. And um, I just connect really strongly to like the energy and the emotion behind words. And I find that if I'm like in the zone working on writing something like that's kind of when I'm in my Zen, like happy place, like I just can spend forever looking at a word document. No, it's not for everybody, but I, I do love it. Um, I was totally like, not familiar at all with copywriting uh, until about a year and a half ago. And I was actually at um, a bar of all places, um, oh. meeting some some new friends. Yeah. And was kind of talking about some of my like, you know, my woes um, working in higher education and how I was feeling burnt out. And um, the woman that I was talking to started um, just sort of, she gave me like a little mini career counseling sort of session on the spot. And uh, was just kind of asking me like, what, well, what are you passionate about? What do you like to do? Like, ideally, how would you spend your day? And, you know, that got, that got me kind of talking about writing. And she was like, oh, well, you should be a copywriter. And I was like, what is that? Like, I don't, I've never heard of that before. I don't know. I don't know what that is. And she kind of explained it to me and explained a little bit about how I could like get experience um, with it without having to go back and get like a formal degree or anything like that. Um, and she was like, yeah, and one of the best parts about it is you can write for whatever, you know, kinds of businesses or whatever industry you're most connected to or drawn to. And I thought, you know, I've, I've been toying with the idea of starting some kind of spiritual business. Um, the last few years in particular, I've been on a pretty intense, uh, spiritual journey. Um, and 
wasn't really sure what that would look like. And then I thought, you know, if I could write for spiritual businesses, if I could help them, um, spiritual businesses that I believe in through my writing, like that would be so much fun for me. And it would make me feel like I was contributing my skills in a way that um, just could have a really big impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. It feels aligned. So- yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So I, I do have to ask, because this is very, did you know that woman beforehand? So I, not well, no. So I'd okay, actually, so, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I just love it because I just love it. Like seemingly random conversations that actually propel us forward mm. on our path. It's like, you had to have that conversation. Like, yes, this is the woo-woo side of things, but you're a spiritual copywriter. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's cool here. Um, And you know, my podcast. So it's like, I love that. I was like, wait a second. What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I was never even thinking about it. And then I was like, wait, that would be really cool. And look at now you're doing it right. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, a, so, and I guess I'm not thinking about it. I didn't, that was the first time that I had met her. Um, okay. so I did, I, I met her through like another friend that I'd met at like a musician networking kind of event. And she happened to invite me out to go, um, like country line dancing and just on a whim. I was like, that sounds like fun. I'm in Texas. Let's do it. So yeah, it was the first time that I'd ever actually met this particular woman that we'd ever actually. I love it. Yeah. I have met people in like, I met this woman who I first started getting involved with like women's circles through her. Mm-hmm. She was our, our, our waitress at a restaurant. And I was like, we're going to this restaurant tonight. And da, 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 da. And she was like, Hey, do you want to come to a women's circle? And I was like, uh, yeah, I've been <laughs> looking for that. And you know, I, I still know her. We're still friends. It's just really cool. Like how these, like, I don't want to call it a meet cute, but you know, it's kind of like that, like universe sets you up to get, to get what you need, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Um, With that, like, starting, I think kind of backtracking, like, well, what is copy? And I also want to kind of differentiate what is the difference between like, between copy and what's a conscious copywriter? Yeah, for sure. So um, to start with copy, so I guess the like the simplest way to think about it is it's basically sales writing or marketing or promotional writing. Um, what's funny is like before I heard about copywriting, if you told me that there was an opportunity to be like a sales writer or promotional writer, I would have been like, oh, no, that's not <laughs> not my jam. Um, I was like the furthest thing from like a marketing major in college. I just like couldn't wrap my head around that world. Um, all due respect to people that like, you know, knew that that's what they wanted to do. But um, for me, it just seemed sort of like nebulous and a little bit like, ethically questionable. Um, you know, I've got some issues with capitalism and just, you know, there's obviously there's some, some predatory practices, um, that can happen in sales in particular. So, um, yeah, that was sort of an aside, but basically what copy is at, at its heart is it's any piece of writing that inspires the reader to take action. So it doesn't even necessarily have to be that you're trying to sell somebody like a product or service, although that is, you know, what most co- copywriting tends to do. Um, it can also just be, you know, getting somebody to sign up for like a, um, an email list or to download your free ebook or, you know, whatever, whatever it is to, you know, um, subscribe to your blog, um, so it's really like it's it's a form of writing where you're wanting to make an emotional connection with the reader um, in order to hopefully inspire them to take whatever whatever action you're envisioning through writing the the piece. I love um, it. Okay. Yeah. And then to answer the second part of your question, so conscious copywriting. So I mean, I think, you know, copywriting has been around as like a kind of like a formal industry for a while now. And in the 50s and 60s, you can go back and you can look at all these examples of copy that are just 
they're really pretty slimy and they're, you know, there are examples of this still around today. I think we all yeah. kind of like, I mean, copies everywhere, like you, without even meaning to, you've probably read multiple forms of copy today, just by like being online or seeing billboards or being on social media, um, looking at websites, all of, all of that stuff is like, just, you know, there's copy everywhere. Um, and there's still, yeah, there's still like slimy practices. So one example that I think of is, um, basically when you read, like an ad or something. And it, it seems like it's making like too big of a promise or saying like, this is going to change your life in all these ways. And you kind of just get this, um, just the sort of feeling that like, ah, yeah, that doesn't really feel right. Like, it feels like they just want my money. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't actually going to be what they're promising it to be. I think we all sort of have that like intuitive sense. Um, right. And the thing is like with copywriting, because it is about making that emotional connection, there's really this question about like, how how much you're manipulating the emotions mm. of your of your reader mm-hmm. or your potential client and for me what ethical or conscious copywriting does is you're still using emotional techniques so you're still wanting to make that connection with your with your reader or potential client but it's really based on like authenticity and genuineness so you're wanting it's not like you're taking a product and you're like i want to sell this to as many people as possible so i can make the most money i can it's like you take your product and your service and you think about who's actually going to benefit from this, who is this going to make a real difference for, and how can I connect with them so that right. it actually does make like a real positive difference in their life. Um, and there's certain techniques that you can use to do that. But that, that that to me is the heart of the question. Like, are you putting the sale first or are you putting the person? And the Right. The person. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also true, too, because like I don't I want anyone who buys anything from me, whether it's a course or or even if it's just like a subscribe for a free, whatever, just subscribe to my newsletter, right? Mm-hmm. For it to be aligned for them mm-hmm. and, for, mm-hmm. and for me too, you know? And so, and it's like when we're getting into like even smaller courses, like I want the 20 people who are most aligned for this program to find it, right? So it's it's nice to have someone who understands like we're not just trying to make a sale, Um and it's interesting because this is a little off topic kind of, but my husband and I were talking about this the other day. Um, I said, why do you think this business is doing that? And they were like, the goal of a business, he said, the goal of a business is to make more money every single year. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, I was like, okay, I see why that's the goal, but I don't think that's going to be my goal. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just try to make up things or sell all of a sudden double the prices. I'll just say, we were talking about a well-known t- um, streaming channel. I was, we were talking about mm. a well-known streaming channel. And I said, how could they just double it? I don't understand. And they were like, well, no one else is signing up for it. They have to make more money every single year. Anyways. So it just got me thinking again, like, well, what do I want my business model to be? And that's not, that's not really what we're going for here. Like, yeah, money is amazing. I want to make money. I, you know, I have money goals, whatever, financial goals. Um, wealth goals, but however you want to say it. Sure. I have that, but like, that's not like if I leveled out at a, a number that feels great to me, I'm not gonna be like next year, I better make more money or I failed. So I think that's like mm. the difference between a heart centered business. Mm. I am not downing money. Everyone knows that everyone knows I love money. Um, and I want there to be a lot of wealthy, amazing, good people in the world, but, but not at the cost of who I am, <laughs> you know? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's that's a huge part of conscious copywriting for me is just being really mindful about the businesses that I'm choosing to work with and the entrepreneurs that I, I choose to support with my copywriting. Um, I'm not interested in writing copy that helps to sell products or services that do damage to the planet or cause harm to people. Um, I want to work with people who are, you know, basically creating real positive change in the lives, lives of other people. Um, and yeah, and money is important. You know, everybody um, deserves to be able to to function and to to live their life, to be able to pay for their bills and to, you know, to exist in the world. And But even money. more than that, <laughs> there's a lot that good people can do with money, like so much help they can mm. give, but also like just to their families, but also just if they want a nice handbag, that's fine too. But like, I just feel like I want people to have money to more than just exist, but mm. a lot of women don't have money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, that's a whole other podcast episode, but now it's like, okay, let's let, let's get some women getting some money and <laughs> doing yeah. some really cool stuff. No, you're right. The, the existing is just the baseline, right? Like that's, um, there's always space to be able to make more so that you can then contribute more money to causes you believe in and put it back into your community like kind of get it back into the hands of like everyday people as opposed to what we have going on now, which is a lot of like wealth being amassed at the the top, you know, like yeah, the, the 1%. The so. Yep. Or even Absolutely. like the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. But again, we digress. <laughs> but again, it is all, it is all connected because we're talking about marketing to people basically, right? Copy is marketing essentially, mm-hmm. right? That's in some capacity. And so it's like, that's what we are talking about. And, um, and money is a part of business, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. And it's an I energetic mean, exchange. I it mean, is. It, exactly. Know, it can be mutually beneficial. Like if you've ever purchased a product or a service that really changed your life, odds are pretty good. You would say, you know, it was worth every penny. Like 100%. I, I say that. Know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, there's a reason it's a common expression, right? Like we, we recognize when we've given money um, to somebody or to a business or something like that. And it's actually um, contributed to our lives in a meaning, meaningful way. Right. Um, we recognize that that's valuable and that we, you know, at least in our current system, that's the best way that we have in order to kind of honor both parties in that transaction. So it's hard to like talk about this stuff without using, you know, all of the, like the, the jargon, but the truth is like at the core of it, what we're talking about is just mutual beneficial flow of energy. And exactly. Resources. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, that's the thing too, is like, there are things like some people think, oh, marketing is sleazier. Da, 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 da. Well, if you own a small business, you are not small business. If you own any business, I don't actually refer to my business as a small business. But anyways, if you own a business, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to let people know what you're offering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm so grateful to the for the courses for my mentors that I have found through marketing, through copy, um, because it has changed my life in a lot of ways. And so without being sold to, I wouldn't have purchased if that makes sense. And Mm. so, but again, like you're saying, it it is, it is a line. um, And I prefer to purchase from people who don't cross it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, All right. Money aside, we love money. There's a lot, there's other episodes on here about money in my podcast. Um, Why should someone, not should, why, what are the good, good reasons why someone could hire a copywriter? Yeah. So I think, um, 
one of the helpful ways to think about this is, is most business owners, most entrepreneurs recognize that it's a multifaceted role. You're not just doing one thing. You, you're doing so many things for your business, right? Um, for most people at a minimum, you're determining what your products and your services are. Um, you're potentially going to be, you know, hiring people to help out with different pieces of your business. So there's kind of like that HR component in there. Um, you're responsible for time management. You're responsible for, um, so, so many other pieces, right? Administrative pieces, um, all the taxes, all the, you know, all of those things that go into it. And marketing is one piece of that puzzle when marketing in and of itself is a full-time job. And anybody that, uh, that has a business, um, who is an entrepreneur knows that that's, there's just not, not enough hours in the day to be as effective as you would want to be if you're giving 100% to every every piece of your business, which is why people do end up outsourcing typically, um, especially you know if they've had the chance to kind of grow and, and feel into their business a bit, outsourcing to people that can really help support their business while, while staying true to the heart of you know what their business mm-hmm. is and what they want to do. So I would say with copywriting, you know, if you are somebody who gets really excited about writing, you know, sales pages and social media posts and and putting together your website and you have the time to be able to research all the different techniques and you can really like invest in that, then great. And there's there's no problem with that. I mean, copy is something that anybody can can learn how to do. It just takes time and practice like any skill. So the main reason that you would want to outsource that or potentially hire a copywriter is that it just really takes a lot off of your plate in terms of your time and your energy and ultimately also your money um, because, you know, a lot of the different tools that copywriters use aren't free. Um, and so, you know, if, like I said, if you want to do it on your own, you can, you could try. And I know that there are people that write their own copy, especially at first. Um, but also if you can find a copywriter who is, um, you know, kind of just getting, getting started and looking for opportunities to practice, they're probably going to be able to apply a lot of those techniques and those tools and those resources and get you a good deal on it. And it's really just going to save you, like I said, time, money, energy, um, without you having to pull your hair out and worry about, you know, is this the best way for me to, you know, write about this, or is this the most effective technique to use or how effective am I even being like, how do I assess how well this is doing? Like a copywriter can help you with all of those pieces and really just lift a lot of that, that burden off your shoulders. I think too, what I love if you're, if you're outsourcing in your business is that say there's a part you don't love, say you don't love writing copy for sales pages, you, or you don't even know how, right? You can outsource it to someone who actually really enjoys it, which if we're speaking about spiritual businesses, we're speaking about the energy exchange and we're speaking about the energy going into your business. So it's like, if you hate creating social media posts, like you just hate creating reels. And every time you make them, you're just like, oh, I hate this. Like that energy goes into making that reel, which that energy then goes out to your audience in my belief system. So when you hire people who who love being a VA or love being a copywriter or love doing whatever, there's so many things you can do in a business <laughs> um, or customer service, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They love it and their energy is behind it. I think that's felt. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I think that can be felt in the business. And, um, and also with copy too, I feel like it, it lasts, right. If someone's working on your website, like that's going to last, that can help fuel and be the engine of your business. Or if they're doing a sales page that can help be the engine of your business. So where like you can keep actually generating revenue, which supports you supports other people. And also you're doing, you're, you're putting your services out in the world and they're actually being found. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I would agree with that a hundred percent. I think, especially when it comes to something like website copy, you know, sometimes I see like, if you look at the sticker for what it might cost to uh, hire a copywriter to write your website copy for you, it might be a little shocking at first, but when you really think about, well, you know, if I'm getting one or two people kind of organically coming to my website right now a month, and then I hire a copywriter and now suddenly a hundred people are coming that, I mean, that kind of changes things, right? In terms of like right. the investment that you're putting in. And you're right. There are so many forms of copy, especially web copy, um, where it's not like you're just paying for one ad. And then, you know, once that ad cycle is done, that's done. And right. you, know, you paid for it and that's it. Website copy, um, you know, things like a newsletters that go to people's um, email inboxes and they might sit in there and search for it later or blog posts. I mean, there's so many different things that, you're paying for it once, but really the return on investment is pretty high because you can continue to to use exactly. it or keep it on your site for a long time. Yeah, or like I mean, even if it's a, even if it's a seemingly simple about me page, that could be there for years. Like you're, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. and you can always tweak it, but I know I think it is like you said, a return on investment. And it's so it's like thinking about okay, where do I want to put my time? I I can tell you, I'd rather put my time in creating the things I'm here to create. Mm. Right. There's some copy I do actually enjoy writing. I I do enjoy a good a good writing on social media or something, you know, like that, mm-hmm. you know, and um but I think there are certain things where I, I don't want to spend the time learning how to do it. Um yeah. and uh so it's really nice. And also like when we had had like I think our first meeting chatting about SEO, like I knew nothing. I did not spend any time <laughs> at all. I was like, yeah, look it, that's on my back burner for the last two years. Probably. Yeah. I know it's important. Yeah. The word SEO, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, but you were able to actually like go through and tell me things that need changed. And like, um, actually I was like, wow, this is a really interesting. There's a lot more to it than one thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it was just really helpful just to the list that you had given me to be like, wow, okay. Never knew anything about that. <laughs> like, I know what the word means. That is it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. And just like any other skill, right. It's, there are so many different components of it. Yeah. The SEO search engine optimization is a big uh, part of copywriting. Um, like I said, emotional technique. Um, there's, there's all these, all these little pieces and so much of it is ever evolving too. So mm-hmm. unless you want to continue to invest that time and that energy into learning and keeping up with it, it just, it's a lot to keep up with. And I think it's important to note too, um, like you said, you know, for, for some business owners, they may really enjoy doing their social media posts, or they may enjoy writing their website copy or, you know, whatever, whatever piece of writing, um, copywriting they enjoy doing. And that's great. Like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can hire a copywriter mm-hmm. to do some some pieces of your copy for your business and you can still continue to do other pieces. You can hire a copywriter or a copy editor to do some editing for you. So if you prefer to like write your post yourself, but then you want somebody to look it over and make some some changes or suggestions about how to make it a little stronger. Um, there are people out there that are happy, happy to do that work. Um, so yeah, it's really flexible. And um, yeah, I just think it's like, it's not really something that, like I said, that I understood at all before I got into the industry. But the more that I learn about it, the more that I'm just sort of fascinated by all the different components of it. And um, it's really fun at the end of the day, too. It's like, I love it. See, I, love, I just love that it's fun for you. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do want to touch a little bit on AI because I think that's really big topic right now and how it is impacting the copywriting industry and also just like can people just use AI to write their copy and and yeah you know, I'm just I'm curious what your take on that is. 
Yeah, it's a great question. And it's definitely like a hot topic uh, in copywriting as an industry as it is in, you know, I'm sure many, many other industries right now too. I just kind of have my like, um, my feelers out in terms of like AI and copywriting, because obviously copy is very word focused and um, AI generators like uh, chat GPT and, and things like that are obviously, you know, people know that for like, oh, I'm going to put a prompt in and it's going to give me a bunch of a uh, bunch of words and like, look how quickly it comes out. And like, I could easily just copy and paste it. Right. Um, but I think it is more it's more complicated um, than than we sometimes think it is at first glance. And there are a couple of things to think about. One is, um, you know, in the way that we were talking about copy being it's it's really at its heart, it's emotional technique based writing. So you're really you're really digging into elements of human psychology you're really looking at how to like make that human connection with your readers. That's what's going to make effective copy. And unfortunately, AI is just not really built for that. AI is is really good at generating content ideas. Um, it's really good at helping with organizations. So if you need help with like an outline or something like that, like I'm not saying don't use AI or that it can't be useful, um, but it's still going to need a human set of eyes to look it over. So even if you do decide to generate um, some copy with some kind of AI generator, you're still either yourself or having a copywriter or some some other marketer, marketing professional come in and look at that and make substantial changes to it in order to make it the most effective copy um, that it can be. So I think, you know, moving moving into the future here, and I know it's ever evolving, um, you know, there are new iterations of, of uh, artificial intelligence coming out all the time. So we'll see how it continues to unfold. But currently in, in the space, um, you know, I think if you want, like I said, if you want to use it for content generation or outlining or things like that, um, that's that's fine. And actually, really, I think like what's going to happen with copywriting is there will kind of become two kinds of copywriters, copywriters that know how to use AI as a tool to make them more effective or to help them produce projects faster um, and copywriters who don't and kind of get left behind because they haven't figured out how to like adapt and, and change with the times, right. just like any kind of like iteration and, of yep. technology, right? Yes. You have to like adapt and go, but am I concerned about it replacing copywriting? No, not at this point. Cause there's just so many things. I mean, we were just talking about SEO. AI doesn't know it's anything about changing. SEO. Well, yeah, because at least yeah. chat GBT is from 2021 and before. So it's like anything, mm -hmm. at, like anything that's continuing, it doesn't know. Right. And I also love that you um that you did bring up just like kind of moving with the times. Like, so you're not saying never use AI. Um, you want to like learn how learn how to use it, you know, to support you because I think it can support um a little bit in the sense of like, hey, you can type in, give me a seven-day meal plan of dinners. These are the ingredients, and then it'll just give it to you. Like that kind of stuff is like time saving, mm -hmm. right? I, I have um someone was telling me that they're afraid to use it. And when I first heard of it, I was like, what is this? Like, I was so yeah. shocked, right? <laughs> like, I was like, give me, you know, give me titles for this. Or like, I want to host this event. What would that look like? I was like, what is this? Like, I was like, this is weird. So I can see that. But then I was like, just get on it and type in there. Give me a 30 day meal plan. Like you literally have all your dinners for 30 days and then you can spend more time in your business. So, you know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. But I think with copywriting, again, it's also the energy piece. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not getting, if you're just straight up copying, pasting it, there's not like a lot of energy going into that really. Mm -hmm. But when I have typed things in there and it's given me prompts, oh yeah, there's a lot you got to change. I mean, I was asking for business name ideas and I gave it like the words that we liked and it, it came out with some 
some just, I won't even repeat them, just bad stuff, like <laughs> hilarious, where I was like, yep, no, this is not good. Thank you, though. <laughs> like, like yeah. thank you, though. No, absolutely. And I think, I mean, it, all it takes is actually spending a little bit of time with it to see why it's, it can be useful as a tool, but it's not the end all be all. And it definitely, no. you definitely need to do some editing. I wouldn't recommend that anybody for any kind of project, just enter a pro and uh, prompt into chat GPT and then use that. I mean, it's one thing if you're, like you said, like recipes for yourself or something like that. That's, that's, that's totally nothing. different. Yeah. Yeah. But anything that you're planning to publish or use for marketing or turn in as an academic paper or, you know, anything like that, like, it's like you said, you you need to put, there's a minimum at least amount of energy that you need to put into really going through and making sure that it aligns with what you're intending to communicate and making yes. sure that it's, that it's ethical. Like we talked about ethical and conscious copywriting. Yes. It's not very ethical to write a blog post using chat GBT and then just copy paste it. Thank you. Because this is actually, this actually brings me to my next my next topic and actually it connects to copywriters too, because I think when I first heard about chat GBT, I was like, well, is it ethical for me to create an Instagram post and then post it like from chat GBT? Mm. Um, but then it's like, okay, well, if I have a copywriter writing my Instagram post, isn't that the same thing? Do you know what mm. I mean? Like if it's like from my perspective, so I really had to go through this like whole thing where it's like, okay, like if it's saying it's, if it's an email and it's saying from Kelly, the earth and spirit, witch, right. But I didn't write it. Is that ethical? Whether it's from ChatGPT or another or a copywriter, hmm. it's a good question. I mean, I I would argue that because one is going to involve the the labor of an actual human being who's making the effort to connect with you, who's presumably done like calls with you and emails with you, and is really trying to get as close as they can to matching your authentic voice. Um, that that is ethical, that you're, you're basically, you're outsourcing a skill to a human being to be able to add that human touch and it's saving you time and energy and you ultimately, it'll still be your copy. So let's say that a copywriter gets copy to you and you read it and you go, you know what, this doesn't sit right with me. And I think I want to tweak these things about it. You know, you can go back and forth with them or you can just tweak it and post it. And that's, that's up to you because um, right. yeah. it'll be your, your copy. I do want to be clear. I'm not saying that I don't oh, yeah. think copywriting is ethical, but it definitely has crossed my mind. Um, at the yeah. same point, it is a lot of work because there's a lot of copy in a business, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it is nice. I, I mean, obviously you and I have had many multiple hours of conversation about the copy that you're doing um, and, and many emails. So it's like there is a lot of back and forth versus ChatGPT, which again, like you said, is not a real person um right and so they're not right. they don't they don't know you they don't they don't believe they <laughs> it yeah. I don't know shoot I'm always like yeah. How is it? okay um yeah. <laughs> you know it's like it it does not know you and so it doesn't know like exactly what your business is or what the energy is or your vibe or is it ethical you know all these things so but it, it is interesting I just because I had always wondered that about copywriting and um Basically, it's interesting because I think people can really do, I don't I think mimic, I don't know, they, copywriters are so talented, they know what I would say, or they know what their client would say, mm -hmm. right? Um, like, you're not trying to sound like you if you're writing copy for me, right? You're trying to sound like me and almost like embody yeah. my business, which I think is just a really cool talent and skill. Because um, one of my mentors has a copywriter and, and she talks about it. And it's not like a secret. Um, but it's like when I get an email, like 
I know she probably did not write that email, mm. but <laughs> it is something that exactly that she would say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or has said in a different capacity. So I don't know. These are just the things I think about. No, I mean, <laughs> I think it's totally a valid question. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's an interesting, like, it's an interesting thing, thing to think about for sure. Um, well, okay. This, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to, as a female <laughs> no, you're fine. entrepreneur, as a woman entrepreneur, I think that even those, like that belief system, like, is this, is this ethical? Da, 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 that comes from the myth of perfectionism, right? Where it's like, mm. I have to do everything in my business. It always has to be me for it to be authentic. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? And it's, mm-hmm. it's like, actually, no, we're not meant to do it all alone. And um, there are people that can support you and it still is your voice. Um, people write whole novels with a ghostwriter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not that copywriters and ghosts, I'm not saying that's the same thing, but I just mean like, I don't know. It just brings up a lot. I feel like where it's, it is almost like this, like, oh, I need to write all the copy. I need to learn how to do this. I need to do this. Wait a second. Do I? Hmm. Now I'm getting like way out there maybe, but no, no, I think, I think, like I said, it's an interesting question. Um, obviously I've got my own, my own opinion. I know that you're not saying one way or another, but no, I'm not. Please share more. I want to hear yours. I'm, I mean, I guess what I would say at the end of the day is that by hiring a copywriter, it's not like you can just be like, okay, go write this copy for me. And that's the end of the conversation. Like there's a certain amount of your energy and your time that you have to invest in a finding somebody that you feel like is a good fit for your business and can honor your voice and be sharing about your, your business. And especially in um, spiritual businesses, there's a certain amount of vulnerability that's going to come yeah. with that. You're not just sharing, you know, it's not, not, not like just, you know, here's my product. It's like, here's me. Um, here are my beliefs and I, here are some really like heartfelt pieces of my journey that I'm putting out there um, for the, for the collective basically um, to benefit from. So to me, it's like, it's almost like what we were talking about with money earlier, where when you hire a copywriter, um, if you own a spiritual business, you, I feel like there's an equal exchange that happens between those, those two parties. Right. Whereas with like an AI generator, what you're doing is you're just kind of being like, yeah, give me, give me the answer to this prompt and it can be totally generic. And then either you have to go in and you have to add your own voice and your own perspective and really like work with the copy, which I think is, is fine. I'm not saying there's anything ethically wrong with it. You do want to use, you know, chat GPT and then go back in and like edit everything. So it actually sounds like you and and not like AI um, and do that time and put that energy into it, then sure, that's, that's fine. But it really is that question of how do you want to spend your time or energy? Does it feel better to just have a conversation with somebody who enjoys the writing piece of it? Um, for a lot of people, that's easier, you know, at least in, yeah, in no, my it's, experience. It's way easier to have a phone call with people and be like, this is what I'm going for. This yeah. is this, this is that. Can you, can you help me with this? And like, you, you know, just generating ideas like, oh, what if we did this? What if we did that? I would way rather work with a person. And I just want to be clear that yes, i questioned a lot of things in my journey as a business owner I obviously work with you this is like I'm like yes hire a copywriter please if there's one thing to do is hire a copywriter um you know just like the the piece that I have felt just knowing like okay well Adrian's helping me with this I don't even have to think about that anymore we've had a conversation Mm -hmm. she'll email me when she needs me and if I think of something I'll shoot that out to her but it's not like you know and there is there's so much you're, you are right. I love when you said this, finding, you know, a copywriter that will honor your voice, because I think you are mm-hmm. right. I think in a spiritual business, 
businesses hire marketers all the time, right? But I think mm-hmm. in a spiritual business, like you are, it's you. Like I'm at like the heart of my business, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's also a practice of also just letting go of the reins a little bit and and delegating mm-hmm. and like a practice and all that. Like owning a business, being an entrepreneur really um, has helped me to grow in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm always questioning if things are ethical because that's just yeah. part of who I am. <laughs> no, and that's that's a good thing. You know, I appreciate you raising the question because I think, um, you know, even if ultimately the answer that you come to is like, yep, this this feels good. I feel I feel yeah. good about it. It's still better to ask the question. Right. And right. and as as a copywriter, that's really important to me. Every time I like meet with a new client, I really have to do some soul searching and go like, you know, do do I intuitively, do I trust this person? Do I trust what they're offering? Do I, you know, because like I said, I don't want to support a business that, um, that I feel like is going to do more harm than good in the world. Um, so I think it's really important and, um, yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into like, you know, making those, bringing up those questions for ourselves, asking ourselves those, those questions about ethics and, and being conscious and all of that, but is it's important. So I appreciate that you asked about it. Well, and I think too, that's why for me, it, it's important to work with a copywriter who is a conscious copywriter, who is thinking about the heart-centered business and um, and can bring that in and the authenticity and and not wanting it to be just like, hey, we're selling all these things for this like bottom line, the bottom line being mm-hmm. just money. That's not the bottom line of my purpose mm-hmm. in life. Um, and we do need money in our in our society, but it's just like, that's not my bottom line. Yeah, of course I want to make money. But I'm not just, if I was just doing this to make money, there's a lot of other things I could do mm-hmm. that would honestly be easier. Um, and, and especially in the sense of just self-reflection and having to do all the work as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I would love, before we wrap up here, first of all, if you have anything else you want to share. But secondly, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of other things to share, um. I mean, I guess I just want to sort of, maybe I've spoken to this a little bit, but just sort of reiterating that I know, like for me, um, marketing and sales and kind of all these jargony pieces, like it's, there's been a lot of like self-reflection that I had to do as part of this process to figure out like, is this something that actually aligns with who I am and my values? And how can I do this in a way that feels good to me? And um, I think it's okay, you know, if there are any like spiritual entrepreneurs or or folks out there that are thinking about starting a spiritual business and they're trying to, you know, start thinking about copy and marketing and all these, these things. If you're, if you're just not sure where you sit with all of that, that's, it's okay. It's understandable. Um, I don't think it's as black and white as I used to think it was, you know, I used to really, I think in my head, I used to really associate, like I said, like words like marketing or sales or sales funnels or any of this, the jargony kind of stuff with just like, predatory practices or people that were just kind of like, you know, or businesses or corporations that were like just more, more, more kind of like we talked about, like, you know, just their, their bottom line is every year, they just want to make more money than the year before. And like, you know, forget about like any human costs associated with that, but, but it's more complex and it's more nuanced than that. And I think it is something that's changing all the time too. Um, Like we kind of keep like um, hinting about, you know, SEO and AI, like there's all these different things. Um, that are changing with marketing all the time. And, and I personally, I see a lot more, not just copywriters, but, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs and heart centered, centered business owners, um, that are really asking these questions and really like doing kind of the deep work, both personally and professionally to figure out how to market 
in a way that feels good and feels right and feels like you're not taking advantage of people, but you're also, you know, um, receiving the compensation that you deserve for the value that you're contributing. Mm -hmm. um, And and reaching people, people, reaching more people so you can help them and support them. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just wanted to acknowledge that, that I know it's, it's nuanced and it's complicated and it's something that, um, you know, I'll be honest, I, I, I still, grapple with. And it's something that every time I come to this work, I have to grapple with, but I would rather do that than be the kind of copywriter that is just like thinking about profit as the bottom line. Like that just doesn't sit well with me or feel, feel good to me, but supporting businesses that I see really helping people and making positive change in the world that, that feels good to me. So, Well, and what I love too, and I I know we've said this, but it is just human connection. I love human connection. Mm -hmm. I don't, operate on an island by myself. Right. And so I like getting on a phone call with you and being like, this is this, like, this is what I'm thinking. Can honestly, can you make this better? Right. You know what I mean? Like, can you say Mm -hmm. this in a way that will make more sense or however it is? Um, and then to feel understood by you and be like, Oh, she gets it. Okay, cool. I literally Mm -hmm. don't have to stress about that. You know, it's something that I can take off my plate, which means then I get to show up doing more of what I love, just like you then get to show up and support me, but doing what you love. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, it is, it's just so it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it, I think it can be beautiful when it's, when it's working well. Exactly. Yes. I mean, working with you, but I think too, (laughs) it, it is, it is nice. Like, um, and even, even just knowing like it's, you know, I, one of my mentors, like I said, I know she's a copywriter. That's totally fine by me. Um, there's nothing, nothing bad about that. I love seeing people doing that and then talking about it. Um, and I think it opens up for other business owners who are maybe more in the beginning um, to be like, oh, okay, I could do that. Like if someone mm-hmm. I, you know, if someone I vibe with is doing this, like, and I, I believe in their business or what, whatever, I could do that. But they're also like, I know we've talked about this, like, um, certain things that I didn't want to do. And I just said that to you. I said, I don't want to do this. Is this something that we have to do on a sales page? Cause it never feels good to me. And you were like, Oh mm-hmm. no, like, no, we don't. I told, I know what you're saying, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just was like, I could be hurt. I felt heard, you know, in that sense um, to do it and to do it how I wanted and what felt true to me, which I loved, but I feel like we could, you know, both of us could talk a really long time, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would love, so I know, all this is going to be in the show notes, but, um, are you on Instagram? Do you just primarily work from your website? You are taking active clients right now. Oh yeah. Thanks for looping back around to that. Yeah. So, um, you can, you can find my website at, um, it's joyartscopy.com. So joy, like happiness arts, like the arts and then copy like copywriting. Um, and I do have a, an Instagram account as well. That's joy, joy arts copy. Um, so I actually, at the moment, I mean, I would say if there's anybody listening to this that does want to reach out and has um, questions about copywriting or is interested in like doing, um, like a consult or something like that, feel free to reach out. Um, I will say I am seven and a half months pregnant. So I'm looking at um, going on maternity leave in a little bit here, but hoping to be back sometime in the spring. And, um, I have a really wonderful network through, I basically did, um, a program for copywriting, um, that I enrolled in a a little over a year ago. So I'm still kind of part of that community and there's a lot of really great resources in there. And I've got a lot of really great connections in there. 
um, including a few folks that are specifically within kind of the spirituality and personal development ni development niche. So um, if there is anybody listening to this and, and they're thinking like, oh, I'd really love to talk to somebody like Adrienne or kind of get some of her advice, like feel free to reach out to me. And worst case, if I don't have like the individual capacity to work with you, I would definitely be happy to get you connected to some some folks with kind of like similar philosophies when it comes to this copywriting stuff. Um, yeah, I, I know a couple, couple really awesome copywriters that would that would love to connect with you. So oh, thank you. Okay, well, I will definitely that will all be in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Adrian, go scroll down a little ways um, and and look her up. Or you can always reach out to me if you somehow can't <laughs> find it. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciated this conversation and I look forward to connecting again soon. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kelly. This was super fun. Thank you so much for hopping on today. It has been an exciting day. We actually, Adrian and I had even longer conversation about AI and there was just so many more things that we wanted to add and just diving more into what being a business owner means and both of us, you know, building businesses and it was just really special to have that conversation with her. I hope that you got a lot from this conversation. And also, like, if you are a business owner, just thinking about ways in which, like, where could you delegate? Where could your time be spent more wisely? Like, what do you really love? What lights you up in your business? And then seeing if in time or now you could kind of um, get some support in that because we don't we don't have to do it all. And I think that is where we can kind of get tripped up as thinking that we do have to do it all when we really don't. So anyways, all of Adrian's info is in the show notes, as always. Um, there are some really special things coming for, um, for me and my business, um, the Earth and Spirit Witch, which um, I know my podcast is still a nourishing place, um, but there is going to be some programs coming. I'm also starting a new business with someone else. So stay tuned for that. I am so excited about the, the program that we're creating for that and the community that we are creating as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming in 2024. And I'm just, I'm really excited. Thank you so much for, for tuning in today and being with me on this journey. As always, you can always reach out to me, Kelly at theearthandspiritwitch.com. And I'm just sending you all so much love and so much joy. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. If you feel like you'd like to connect further with me, you can find me at The Earth and Spirit Witch on Instagram or at my website, theearthandspiritwitch.com. I would love to say hi. Sending you so much joy and so many blessings. Until next time.